he was transfigured on the mount, and it was more than they could behold. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the feast of the Holy Transfiguration of our Lord on the Holy Mountain. Of course, since we're up here on this mountain, we hope it's a holy mountain also. But anyway, there were with him Peter, James, and John, his beloved disciples. Now there's something interesting I want in Elijah and Moses. They're at this uh, visitation of our Lord. All these, including Jesus, has risen from the dead. That's what the fathers taught us. And that's why they could come with their immortal bodies and appear with Jesus with his glorified immortal body. So people ask me sometimes, has anybody else risen from the dead? Yes. And of course, our blessed lady, body and soul. And I think there's a five altogether in the Old Testament. Now, this, this feast is a great feast, and they suppress the Sunday because this is the sixth, and uh, it, uh, it is the day in which we should celebrate it, the 6th of August. We have to think about ourselves a little bit, that we are baptized, chrismated, we see the body and blood of the Lord in the Holy Eucharist. What a joy, what a treasure. But before, after he had ascended, body, soul, and divinity, he came back. Uh, even before he ascended, he had this visitation. So that when we would behold him crucified, we would not lose faith in his glory. He is truly the Son of God and the Holy One. Everything in the Gospel has a meaning, a literal meaning and a mystical meaning. And of course, we concentrate here in the monastery on the mystical meaning of everything. So today, at the end of the liturgy, we will bless grapes in uh, remembrance of the fact that Christ is the vine and we are the branches. And so we, and we eat these grapes, we take them home, and uh, leave a few for the monks, however. But anyway, my dear brothers and sisters, we should all be very so grateful that we are Christians. I know that Christianity is under attack in the United States because of our moral teaching, especially Catholics. So we cannot change our moral teaching the fashions of the time. We must follow the Ten Commandments and these great prophets who fulfill those commandments and Christ, the greatest of them all, the holy angel of God who came to us to teach us the faith, unite us with his very flesh so that in baptism we become, we have put on Christ 
And with the gifts of chrismation, we have the gifts, faith, hope, and charity. And that makes us a priestly people who can worship the Lord. So we are celebrating today this transfiguration, this, these holy people who joined Christ in him, and the ones that saw him. And they were afeared. Now, not afeared like your words if somebody's going to shoot you, or you're going to get run over by a car, but afeared in awe before these people who came to them from behind the veil, the heavenly kingdom, and came to announce and participate in the fact that Jesus Christ is transfigured in the divine energies of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he carries them with him in his incarnation to us. And every time we receive a sacrament, we participate in those same divine uh, energies which were shown to us on the holy mountain. So we are a Christian people, a people set apart, the holy ones. We are the body of Christ. So like the grapes are on the vine, we are attached to Christ and our salvation is assured. It's a wonderful thing to be a Christian because I tell you there would be no hope for the whole world if we weren't, there weren't Christians. We didn't know about the Lord Jesus because what would be our hope just to be, go back to the dust? But we do not return to the dust. A big thing is uh, also exercised in this sacred mystery of the transfiguration is the fact that our body at the judgment will be given back to us and we will be transfigured like Christ is and go into the kingdom. Although regardless of where we fell asleep in the Lord, wherever we live, we kept the faith and we're marked with the marks of Christ and the sacraments and they are indelible and he will come and wake us up and bring us to the heavenly kingdom. This weekend is especially difficult a little bit because I've heard of a lot of people losing loved ones. Man, they call and they come and tell us and uh, we pray for them. When we first moved to the Holy Mountain, they didn't know who we were and they wondered about us and they came in, especially when we put our domes up and they wanted to just know who we were. So we're Greek Catholics, we're Byzantine Catholics. And, and that was okay, but when they found out we prayed a lot, they were happy about that. So now we've been accepted in the community and when we go downtown, dressed as monks, they're just used to seeing us now, which is a good thing. But you have a greater livery than even the monastic habit, which is a great gift from God. You have the livery of the beauty of your soul, which is a part and parcel filled with the sanctifying graces of Christ, the divine energies. And so your transfiguration is important to us. So we celebrate, yes, Christ's transfiguration, but remember, we too are transfigured. And be not afraid. Live joyfully and prayerfully and do God's will. I say, well, I'm a sinner. Well, we're all sinners. 
but God has died on the cross, Jesus Christ, and that's to save us from our miserable condition. And we're all miserable, but enjoy your misery <laughs> because you have the life of God within you to the Holy Sacraments. In a few moments, we'll have the Eucharistic prayer at the Divine Liturgy, and that same transfigured Christ will come down into the bread and wine. And he is here for one thing, to keep the transformation going, to keep us holy as in his mystical body. Pius XII wrote a wonderful encyclical on the uh, mystical body, and he told us in there, that we live not I, but Christ lives in us. Well, St. Paul told us that too. So remember your divine friend who is with you with all his glory and power, and never be afraid, because you belong to Jesus Christ, the Lord and Master of all. So today, so take some grapes, remember you the fruit of the body of Christ, the mystical body. A mystical body, Christ had a mystical body. He had a human body from the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have a human body. Through an act of love, our parents gave us this body. But God gave something more to that body. He gave us his own living energies, his divine energies of sanctification. In God, there were two energies. One is creative, that makes the world and everything, which will pass away. And the other is deifying energies, which make us alive in him for all eternity. And you will have that life, and there'll be a big party in heaven. I don't know what they're going to serve there, but I'll be happy, I know, as long as I do as well. Which reminds me, we must live an ascetical life, must pray and fast, and keep ourselves under control, so that with our cooperation, God can make us part of the fruit of the vine. The heavenly people of God, who belong the body of Christ. And someday you will go to heaven and he will present you to the Father and he'll say, these are the ones I died for. These are the ones who share in my precious blood. These are the ones who eat my body. So I live in them. These are my children for all eternity. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.